Happy Easter, everyone. This is Heather, and you are on my podcast titled Heather's Optimistic Hope. This is season one, episode three, and today I will be talking about the hustle and bustle of one's life. I went through cancer um, at the age of 41, and it came at a time where I did not slow down. I was constantly busy. Um, And sometimes I think the busyness came from not having to handle some of the past hurts and hangups that I didn't even realize still kind of kept me in bondage at times. So I want to talk about that today and talk about sometimes God allows things to come into our life to help us to slow down really appreciate and value life more preciously. So I am reading out of Promises and Prayers for Friends, okay? This is titled Quiet Time. And these are some verses. In quietness and trust is your strength, Isaiah 30, 15. Be still and know that I am God, Psalms 46, 10. I wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him, Psalms 62, 5. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed, Luke 5, 16. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much, James 5, 16. Are you one of those busy people who rush through the day with scarcely a single moment for quiet contemplation and prayer? If so, it's time to reorder your priorities. Has the busy pace of life robbed you of the peace that might otherwise be yours through Jesus Christ? Nothing is more important than the time you spend with your Savior. So be still and claim the inner peace that is your spiritual birthright, the peace of Jesus Christ. It is offered freely. It has been paid for in full. It is yours for the asking. So ask and then share. In the center of a hurricane, there is absolute quiet and peace. There is no safer place than in the center of the will of God. Corey 10 Boom. And this is a prayer. Lord, your holy word is a light into my world. Let me study it, trust it, and share it with all my friends. Let me discover you, Father, in the quiet moments of the day, and in all that I say and do, help me to be a worthy witness as I share the good news of your perfect son and your perfect word. I've been doing the 21 days of prayer in your business. And I want to read with you all the days. I just completed day 21 today. Day one is giving God complete control. Day two is freedom from my past. Day three, you are uniquely made. Day four is catching a vision, but not just any vision, a God vision. Number five, be intentional. Number six, always growing. Number seven, don't give up. And this is starting week two. Living a life of worship, day eight. Day nine, embracing excellence. Day 10, perfectionism weighs you down. Day 11, creative problem solving. Day 12, build community. Day 13, serving conflict. Day 14, fight for your family. And the start of week three is day 15, integrity matters. 16, be courageous. Day 17, be still. Day 18, competition compliments you. Day 19, examine your experiences. And day 20, success doesn't equal contentment. 
day 21 game on. So it's been pretty powerful. Um, I am going to continue to carry on praying in my business. Um, it has brought about growth and very, very needed things in my life. So as I mentioned, I had gone through cancer at age 41. I am the second youngest on my mom's side. Everyone on mom's side has either had breast, ovarian, or um, cervical cancer. So um, I had my battle, got genetic testing done. My mom is a BRCA1. I am a BRCA1 genetic um, survivor. I'm three years now, praise the Lord. I had opted to do radical stuff to my body to live. Uh, it was stage zero. I got double mastectomy. I got my ovaries removed, which sent me into early menopause. Um, and even though the cancer is gone and I'm grateful, you still live as a survivor. It still is a part of who you are. Um, I still had to realize I would never really be able to do 100 push-ups like I had been able to. I could do other stuff, but it just wouldn't be the same. I also had to figure out the differences, the new changes to my body. You know, at a very young age, I went through menopause. And that's just a whole nother level of differences. And you just don't expect that at, at my age. Um, also... It allowed me to sit in a recliner for eight months. In my mind, I would just have all this stuff done. I had a nine-hour surgery, and then voila, I'd be back to running miles a day, working out several hours, and back to doing push-ups, just like that. Little did I know, it would be a very long, extensive recovery. My husband kept trying to prepare me for that and remind me, but I tend to push myself. For example, one summer, I had determined I was going to walk 20 miles. Oh, I did, and I walked it in seven hours, but I should have stopped, uh, and I did not, and I injured my sciatic nerve. It is one of the most painful things that I endured, and what it stemmed from was not stretching properly. So, when I went through cancer, I was forced to sit in a recliner I wasn't able to teach, so I was missing a lot of that interaction. I'm a social butterfly. I had nothing but time. Time to really sit down and really listen to what God was saying. Things that were painful, things that were uncomfortable, things I didn't really want to work on. Feelings of not feeling smart because of my learning challenges. Feeling of someone devaluing me because I was in an emotional marriage, my first marriage. Um, feelings of doubt and self-worth and feeling like I just was just sabotaging myself. Um, and it was just a time where God just began to start to show me those areas that I needed to work on. And that was still holding me in bondage. You know, I would say, okay, God, I'm going to give you this. But then I would leave the altar and I would pick it up and just take it right back with me. I'm sure I'm not alone. Um, it's hard. It's hard to slow down and take the time. We're busy, right? Um, think about it. We have microwaves now that speed up the time of cooking. We have fast food. Um, we have internet that's constantly moving. We can't keep up with the updates with our computer and just um, how fast technology is, okay? As soon as we get something, there's something to 
take it over the next day. So I just wanted to read that. And I also want to leave you with two quotes, especially now that I run my team and I own my own business. People join because of great vision. People leave because of poor leadership. So it's important to know, how are we leading? Are we worthy of people following us? Do we realize what the weight of that is? Do we do it out of love and by example? The culture of any organization shaped is shaped by the worst behavior the leader is willing to tolerate. That's very, very true. And I will tell you, one bad apple can spoil the whole cart. Um, It's not about being unkind or mean. It's about what you are trying to represent as an organization and as a team. And you can do stuff in love, but we are called to hold each other accountable and to set our bar high in standards. Um, I'm very grateful. I got to be on a power hour today with other Uh, babes in my organization that we are running towards the same goals and desires to help each other grow individually grow and help other people I just want to encourage all of you really sit down take the time to slow down and focus and please during this Easter season let us be grateful for what God did through his son Jesus and may we be worthy of leading those that have decided to follow and be a part of our team Dear Jesus, we thank you so much. We give you all the praise and glory. Help us to continue to grow daily. We love you. We adore you. And we pray that everybody will be safe during COVID-19.